In general, I fast fairly well, and the shorter ones are especially easy for me. In addition to eating a filling, wholesome meal the night before, a tried and true strategy for success in fasting involves waking up early and having a meal only minutes before the fast begins. This usually guarantees that I will be able to make through at least 75% of the fast without a single hunger pain. Last year, on the fast of the 17th of Thomas, which is happening this Sunday, was no different, and I went about my day as I normally would. However, once I came home from work, I started to really feel it. My arms and legs felt heavy, and it was a little hard to concentrate. Once we put the kids to sleep, I decided that I really needed to take a nap on the couch. Etty woke me up just a few minutes before the fast ended, so I could dive in Marv and be ready for the breakfast meal. I have a custom to always break the fast with a hot cup of coffee and some sort of pastry. It doesn't really matter what type as long as it's delicious. I was puzzlingly surprised to be woken up to the smell of coffee and a cinnamon bun. Etty, who encourages our family to snack on fruit and veggies, also had a platter of cantaloupe, red and green grapes, and watermelon. Once we finished our coffee, pastry, and fruit, Etty had a colorful salad waiting and was making hot off the stove grilled cheese sandwiches for the late night breakfast. I mean dinner. I mean, you know what I mean. I'm a bit of a grilled cheese connoisseur, and being that I'm usually the one who makes it, as she was getting all the ingredients ready, Etty asked if there was anything she needed to know. Were there any secret ingredients or special steps she needed to take to ensure the grilled cheese was not only cheesy on the inside but crispy on the outside? I shared with her that the most essential step in making a mouth-watering grilled cheese was to butter both the inside of the bread and the outside. Why was this so important? Well, if you only butter the inside of the bread, the outside becomes hard and overdone. If you only butter the, the outside, the inside won't be soft enough and you risk the bread not properly adhering to the cheese. Only by evenly spreading the butter on both sides can you guarantee a true grilled cheese experience. But what could this mean on the larger scale? How can the process of buttering bread be applied to my life? Engaging in Torah and mitzvahs in our endeavor to make the world a better place and burying Mashiach can be a tall order to fulfill. It means trying our best to be conscious of how we act, not sometimes, in certain settings, at certain times of the day, around certain people, but rather all the time. It means doing the right thing not only when you're out in public, but when you're at home, all alone as well. Don't talk about how important it is to treat each other with respect and dignity when you're at home, and then snub someone at the office because they arrived late for a meeting. Don't pray with immense concentration and vigor only when at shul services, but at home as well. In essence, we need to make sure that we are infusing the principles of Torah from the inside and the outside. So more important than the type of bread you use or the kind of cheese you select, or even whether you decide to add a slice of tomato, is buttering one's bread on both sides. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos and an easy fast.